Hello and welcome to the Self Love Podcast. My name is Elaine. I'm a life coach, therapist and yoga teacher. And in each and every episode, I will be giving you tips and tools and the benefit of my experience, not only as a coach and a therapist, but also with my own journey into self-love too. My hope is that by listening to the podcast, you will feel less alone in your own journey and you will gain information, tips and tools on how you can help yourself move forward into self-love. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to today's episode where I will be talking about belonging to yourself, how we self-abandon, abandon ourselves, and a little bit about my journey to truly belonging to me. The concept of belonging to myself has been something that has been really prevalent for me in the last, I would say, six weeks. So since I had my awakening, since I made all these decisions about my life and over that period of time some amazing things have happened and some amazing insights Um, and one of those things was how I show up for myself or how I abandon myself when certain things happen in life and that's what I want to talk about today. So the concept of self-abandonment, this is my own viewpoint from my experiences both personally and with my clients. When something happens where our real self is put in some kind of danger, whether that's physical or emotional, or there's a perception that you are not safe, you desperately and quickly want to get back to safety. And at some point, you understand that being your real, authentic, natural self is not safe, which is when you become your ideal self. Essentially, abandoning your real self to become your ideal self to make things safe and well and great again. We're constantly wanting to come back to love But if we feel that being our real self is not going to do that for us, we might create ways of trying to create that in our life by creating this ideal self or these conditions around who we need to be in order to receive what we want in life. I self-abandoned at a very young age. So... One of my earliest conscious memories is being told by an unknown male um, that I was responsible for making my mum cry. I'm going to put this into context. It was, I'm going to say, early hours or very late in the evening. There was a party going on. I was in bed. And I was crying and I was crying to the point of hyperventilation where I I thought I was going to be sick. 
this is why it's such a strong memory for me because of the way I felt. It wasn't just a thought, it was a feeling. And because I was crying, my, you know, the obvious thing for me was that I'd been woken up, I was scared, there may have been people in the room, there may not, I may have just heard a noise. I don't know that and I, I kind of don't need to. I just know that I, I was in a very, very fearful state. And then to be told that it was my fault, you know, my mum was crying, that was my fault. I was only about three at the time. At that point, something shifted within me because I was scared, I was fearful, but I was also being told it was my fault. So I was like, how can I not be this bad person ever again? I didn't consciously think that, but subconsciously that went in. It's one of the earliest memories that I've worked on in therapy. And do you know what? I feel really sad that that situation happened, but I have fully healed and I can talk about it now. It's not ideal. <clears throat> and better and worse things have happened to all of us. But that's, my, that's, that's my, one of my earliest experiences of self-abandonment and constantly then trying to be a good girl. Not the girl that is responsible for her mother's emotional self. I was then really, you know, given the responsibility of making everything okay. And to do that, I had to abandon myself because being the real me wasn't good enough. And then there were lots and lots and lots of different things that added up over the years that made me think that was true. That the more I self-abandoned, the better my life would become. So doing a job that I didn't like, that I was good at, you know, I got praise and recognition. Essentially, I got love even though I wasn't happy doing the job, even though I didn't have boundaries, even though I was asked to go above and beyond. And really they were, they were taking, taking the piss, right? But I allowed them to because of the reward. What was the reward? That I was loved, I was valued. When you have this sense of no belonging to yourself, which essentially is not loving yourself, you'll do everything that you can to create that love externally. So for me, that was with work, it was with relationships, abandoning my true self to try and fit into a relationship, or being in toxic relationships, because that for me felt normal. You know, of course it's my fault if the relationship's not going right, because that's me, that's what I do, right? That was my, my thought process. So self-abandonment has been around for me for a very, very long time. And I only started to work on that five years ago. And now, only now, do I really think I understand the concept of belonging to me and not self-abandoning? And that's really been highlighted in the last six weeks. My self-abandoning behaviours are things like binge drinking, um, excessive shopping, spending money that I don't have, 
making myself feel kind of lacking by doing that. So taking myself into this kind of survival mode that, you know, times are hard and I can't make this happen, which is a really difficult thing to deal with when you're self-employed. Um, it shows up for me in the people that I date. So I had some dating experiences this year that were really horrendous. And they, they were teaching me. They were teaching me that I was abandoning myself because I felt lonely and because I felt like I wanted love. And actually, that's a very real thing, right? We do want external love. We do want connection. We do want to feel that way. But in that process, I abandoned myself because I wanted to desperately to make that happen as quickly as possible. These are just some of the behaviours that come up for me. Underpinning those behaviours are the thoughts that create the feelings that create the action. So my thought process might be when I'm abandoning myself that the real me isn't good enough and that I need to go to somewhere else to get what I need and want. You may be familiar with that. It may be that by listening to this, that you are starting to become familiar with that. And that's okay, right? You're, you're all on your own journey just as I am and we're all finding out things as we go. So what's really come to light for me in the last six weeks is how I am at the centre of all of that. And actually, when I belong to myself, when I don't abandon myself by going into fear, and fear is not the opposite to love, but fear interrupts connection. It creates a separation from love. So when I go into fear and I go into that self-abandonment, I'm moving away from self-love. The underpinning is that I love myself unconditionally. So I can go to these places and come back because that's the work I've done. I can go into these thoughts and self-sabotage and come back. But I also know that every time I do it, I learn and I level up. I learn and I level up. And that's the same for all of us. There is learning in everything we find ourselves in. And there are certain things in life that are not our fault. There are nasty people out there and people that will take advantage of us. And that can be very, very traumatic and not our fault. But we can take responsibility for how we process that and how we create a better life for ourselves emotionally by doing some healing work around what happened. It's not dismissing what happened to you, it's just taking the responsibility for something that may have happened to you that wasn't your fault. Largely, traumas that happen, there's always somebody else involved that isn't our fault, right? And when those things happen, like I didn't manifest some unknown male coming into my bedroom at 3am in the morning, let's say, telling me that I was responsible for my mother's emotional well-being, right? I didn't manifest that in any way, shape or form. But now I know that that's something that triggered something within me. I can take responsibility for healing that and moving on, right? It's not... It's not making your traumas um, insignificant. It's about you healing so you can become this different person, this person that loves themselves and, you know, doesn't abandon and belongs 
to themselves, that you belong to you like I belong to me. So this journey brings me to how that really showed up for me six weeks ago where I, and I think I spoke about this a couple of podcasts ago, but where I found myself, you know, over my overdraft, didn't know where any money was coming from. I felt lost, alone, stuck. And I'd abandoned myself to go into this fear-based state based on a few things that I was telling I was telling myself were facts. And they weren't facts at all. It was an assumption and a presumption based on how I was thinking. I was thinking at that time that life was desperate and I couldn't do what I do and I was very much in my victim archetype which is where you know all bad things happen we're not responsible and I I had removed myself from being responsible I was saying you know clients aren't showing up for me and this is not happening and the universe is not delivering and all of those things and of course that affects then how you show up in your business it affects how you show up in life so then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy so what happened for me was I had a a quick chat, a voice note chat with my coach. And she said, look, surrender to it. Surrender to this energy. What is it telling you? What is this energy telling you right now? And I sank into it and I did some journaling and I really let myself be in this surrender, crying. And I mean, you know, ugly crying. (laughs) You know exactly what I mean by that. Um, I let myself go there. And very quickly, everything shifted because I shifted my energy from bad things are happening to me to how am I going to con- how am I going to gain some control and responsibility around this situation that I have now? How am I going to control the way I feel about it? How am I going to control the way I think about it? And that's exactly what I did. I surrendered and I asked the universe for help and said, I can't I can't do this on my own. Because this is my go-to, right? I go into this tailspin of, I have to do everything on my own and everything is hard. So I asked the universe to meet me halfway and um, the universe did. Um, And within that week, um, I'd signed up loads of new clients. I think in that week alone, I made £2,000. So straight bounce back, straight, you know, out of my over overdraft and back into the green in my bank account. But it taught me about the energetics and, you know, how I'm showing up is, is what is reflecting back at me, how I'm thinking about it, how I'm feeling about it. And ultimately, abandoning myself for that fear, abandoning myself, telling myself I'm no good, that I can't do what I do and all of those things. So out of that obviously came so much more, you know, me moving house and creating a different life for myself came from that kind of desperate feeling because I then went through everything in my life and said, why am I not happy? What's, where, what is this? Where am I not feeling content? How am I abandoning myself right now? And I was abandoning myself by pretending that the life that I'm in is the life that I want and the life that I wanted. And it wasn't. It was somebody else's life, somebody else's ideals, Um, 
somebody else's way of living or thoughts about how a 44-year-old single woman should live. Not my thinking, not my feeling. That's how I was abandoning. And if you're abandoning yourself in one area of your life, you will end up abandoning yourself in others. And in that moment, in that moment, I came back to me and I was like, right, what do I want? And what am I blocking that's not making this possible? And the only way to really move forward with that was to sell my house and then to create this amazing new pathway for the life that I truly want right now. I don't know if it's forever, but I know it's right now. And actually being in this space is freeing up so much for me. And that's how I came back to myself. It's never usually the thing that we get upset about or the thing that we think is impossible. There's always usually something underlying. And for me, it was. It was about my whole life. It wasn't just about, you know, a lack of finance. It was about a lack of happiness. It was about a lack of connecting to myself. It was this self-abandonment. It was the, I don't belong to myself. I belong to society's version of me, which wasn't me and isn't me. Um... And now I'm free to explore what is me, which is amazing. Um, so that's my journey in belonging to myself, like how I've brought, brought myself back to myself, how I'm not self-abandoning, I'm not going into self-destruct, I'm trusting the process, I'm trusting that everything will happen as it should. And that brings me to the next topic which will be on the next podcast which is love ability so part of my story is going from feeling unlovable to feeling completely lovable and loving myself exactly as I am I really want to explore this more with you so I am going to be popping this on a podcast and I'm actually going to be releasing that this Wednesday uh, so yeah, keep your ears peeled, not your eyes, but your ears peeled for that. Um, and also I am opening up my final, um, coaching spaces for 2021. This will take us up to just before Christmas where I am having a well-earned break. Um, but I am offering out just four opportunities for people to work with me on finding their own lovability. Self-love, love in relationships, removing imposter syndrome. However that lack of love is showing up in your life, I want to help you with that. And a lot of people may think, oh, you know, I'm going to wait till January to start this process. I always say if you're getting the urge, if you're getting the, the, you know, the niggle, the little like scratch that you need to itch, act on it straight away because there's no point delaying something that you could move through and move forward with in a four week period. So I will talk about more, more about that on my uh, next podcast. But if you're already interested, please do connect with me via the link in the show notes. Um, and we can have a chat about it. I can tell you a little bit more information. And I'm also offering a completely free coaching clarity call so that you can gain some perspective on all of that and see if, if we could work together. So yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you more about that. 
um, and super excited to release another podcast within a few days. I know I've been absent for a while, um, but you know, I've been doing some work, I've been doing the self-work, I'm studying as well, so I'm studying to be a psychotherapist, I'm in year two, so that's taken up a lot of my time, and um, yeah, now I'm back to myself, and I'm not abandoning myself, I can then come back to you, which is amazing. So I want you to know it's always a work in progress, but it is possible to feel like you belong to you. It is possible to stop abandoning yourself and removing these self-destructive behaviours. And it might just be that you need a little bit of help with that. And if that if this podcast is your way of getting that help, amazing. But if you want a little bit more, do feel free to contact me. I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. And yeah, I can't wait to be with you again very, very soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you could pop a little rating on whichever platform you listen to this podcast on and also take some time to write a review, that would be amazing because the more ratings and reviews, the more people get to know that this podcast is here and then the more people I can help. You can also share this on social media and feel free to tag me in. My information is in the show notes so that I can celebrate you for stepping forward into self-love yourself. Thank you for listening and I can't wait to be here again for you very soon. Bye for now.